So now that we got to see the definitions of all the multiple intelligences, let's go ahead now and kind of go ahead and discuss some of these. So let's take the first one, one of the ones that I scored very high which was interpersonal, right? The idea of sensing people's, their feelings, their motives. Uh, 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 you like to be social, working with others. So in the classroom, when you have group work, these kids do well. They like group work, they like to do presentations, they like to speak. They're the ones who might also talk a lot in class, right? They, they might raise their hand all the time. Uh, they have no problem uh, you know, sharing their thoughts. So these are individuals who enjoy that opportunity when there's Q&A discussion in class, right? And, 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 and so that you'll, you'll see that plays a big part. So that, and now if you're a teacher who likes discussion or your individual's like, no, I'd rather have small work, this could be problematic. But you'll now want you to understand in your classroom, those ones that sometimes talk and sometimes there's just the nature of just having the discussion. So that's why you need to kind of have, kind of have that discussion say, hey, look, I need you to, I love that you talk and you discuss, but there's certain times and places and this is how you, you if you want to get my attention. So those are conversations you'll, you, you need to sometimes have with those kids. But that's why when you realize the ones when it comes to dis discussion, uh, group work, uh, you, know, you know, they're your class leaders or they're individuals who like to kind of uh, be a part. And sometimes it's great to have those on your side to help uh, uh, motivate others or lead others to into something that you want to get uh, to get done. I remember I had an individual who maybe talked a lot but academically wasn't always there. Sometimes his talking also was with a behavior issue and I really try to make sure that I got on his side and I realized when I had him I had a lot of the other students too right because he kind of um, in the inner city school that I was working in and so that kind of played a part so understanding that and you'll see that sometimes an individual, maybe if they had to do write a paper, if they had to make that presentation, they might still showcase how much they really know, but they maybe have a hard time putting it on paper. But if it was a verbal presentation, they could knock it out of the park. So kind of keep that in mind regarding interpersonal relations. And then also, you know, see where you are with that, right? A second one is body kinesthetic, which is also was one of my um, top three. Uh, is uh, co coordinating your mind and with, and with your body, right? Movement, right? The idea of, uh, I've enjoyed moving, you know, I played sports all my life since I was seven, eight, nine years old. That, that gave me confidence in other things, like basketball played so much confidence in me, uh, being a minority, being of a different ethnic group, of a various uh, faith in the 70s. So that idea of sports came, gave me the opportunity to be on the same playing field with a lot of other individuals. And that gave me some uh, 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 clout and uh, in the sense of it making me be proud of who I am. So I think that just idea of body kinesthetic, and there are individuals kind of move where they have to in classroom. These are the ones sometimes are, they might be listening, uh, but they might be moving, right? Or they have to hands are uh, fidgeting. Uh, I was an individual that when I had to listen to the class teacher, I'm listening, but I'm doodling. I might be still moving, you know, writing something on, the, on a piece of paper, uh, just because it kind of keeps me, keeps me soothed, uh, keeps me calm, I would say. Keep me calm as the teacher's going ahead and teaching. So I think that was something I want you guys to realize, that you might have a child who might be listening, but they just have to move, or sometimes in the back, or they have to come and throw the garbage and come back uh, and put it away. So you'll see that there are individuals who have that movement, or this, and especially if you could do a, 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 where you get into group work, where they get, get to do some movement, oh man, they're gonna be, they're gonna be excited. If they're gonna be doing some, experiment and stuff, oh, they're gonna be excited. Where they have this opportunity to kind of move around, 
do some experiential learning, they are going to uh, help uh, and, 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 and increase our, uh, their, their learning capacity. That's why sometimes in group work, sometimes you might have where you break kids down and say, hey, okay, someone who might want to do the graphic organizer uh, of the poster, someone might do the presentation, someone's like going to do all the, um, the, 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 the acting of it. So you'll see that kids sometimes even in groups might say, look, I'd love to do this part of it, this part, and that whole group together project might be amazing because everyone has their strengths and, uh, and their weaknesses, but they're coming together. So even if you do this test with the kids and you look, this will be huge because when you do this, you will give an opportunity to figure out, okay, this kid's good in this, this kid's at this, maybe pair them up together, right? Having two different styles come together because that way one could benefit the other. So keeping that in mind. Uh, the other one's linguistic. Linguistic, finding the right words to express what you mean. Uh, you, you know, we had kind of, I gave you already the uh, deeper definition, but the idea of looking at um, the, these specific kind of things of words, uh, and uh, especially in class when it's spelling words, or if it's going to be uh, uh, vocabulary, uh, 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 writing, these are individuals who love it, right? If they just tell them, hey, you know what, just read the book and answers like, okay, I don't have to listen to this lecture. Sometimes in college, kids like, like as long as I read the book, I don't need to come to the professor's uh, class because I can pick it up, right? They're just really good at understanding words. They're looking at the teacher when they're writing stuff or when they're saying something. They're like, wait a minute, that's not proper English, right? You'll see those individuals kind of pick up small things, even in text, they're like proper. They won't make mistakes when they're, when they're typing even their text. A lot of times we go really informal. So you, you, you see those individuals that are picking up when you see a magazine, they're, they're looking at it, not just for the understanding of it, but also the, 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 the whole writing, syntax, and everything kind of looking at it and saying, hey, is that proper? So these individuals, they, they, they could work by their own. You could give them the worksheet. They could give them the chapter. They could kind of figure things out uh, just because they're really good. Uh, on that aspect of it, they love to read, they score really well in their comprehension uh, uh, exams. So you'll see those individuals will have that. Again, everyone has several, right? So I don't want you to think one or the other, but some are gonna be more strong than uh, others in that. So, so kind of keeping that in mind in linguistics. So now if you're a teacher who's linguistic and really doesn't have any interpersonal skills and like, well, you know what? I, I, you know, I, I understand by just reading the book, why, they, why do you need to have this long discussion? Right? I want their uh, understanding of it. Not, some kids might, you have to realize as a teacher, some kids might not know how to do that. They just need that discussion to have clarification of understanding. So if you're just like, well, read the book and kind of have your own. And sometimes you might say, well, I want to get their perspective. But if you see a child consistently not doing well, maybe they need that support in a smaller group for them to kind of help, you know, scaffold, scaffold some of that information and unpackage it and peel it for them. So kind of keep that in mind. Uh, intrapersonal. Intrapersonal are understanding yourself, what you feel, what you want, right? Uh, uh, these are individuals who are do, have a lot of self-reflection in themselves, right? See, their students in the classroom might be quiet, but that doesn't mean that they're bored that they're not understanding. There are some kids who just, you might say, well, they do well, but then why don't they share? Like, why are they not, you know, you don't want to deduct them because they're not participating. You want to help encourage them to participate because it's a great trait to have. But you might see someone's like, well, they always get it, but why are they? Are they sad? Are they depressed? No, sometimes they're just kids who just have the self-reflection. But also these are individuals, when you tell them something, they will take it to heart. They're going to reflect on what you said to, uh, about them. And then they're gonna internalize it. So these are good individuals, you know, who kind of look at the deeper meaning in life sometimes and they're kind of going through. So this is something that, uh, you know, like sometimes I like through quiet time, right? So 
even it was kind of funny, my top two is intrapersonal and intrapersonal, right? So yes, I like social, but I like my quiet time. I like to kind of think things through. I'll try to reflect on it, right? Uh, and so it's so funny that even though, you know, my field, I'm always around people, when I'm at home, I'm at home and I have like certain what's called like me time, right? So if that means I'm just exercising or I'm shooting hoops by myself, if I'm just reading and reflecting on things, that plays a big part for me, right? You know, having some uh, uh, just kind of time to do my own meditation and stuff is very important. Uh, another one's spatial, right? Spatial is visualizing the world, right? You're looking at things, you know, and especially kids, who, who, who are looking at, you know, um, at, at, at they, you know, you're having a class and you have no PowerPoints or you don't have anything on the board, they're gonna have a tough time because they need to see it. If you're kind of saying reading and without something for them to follow, it's tough. Like right now you're speaking, you're listening to me. Some of you guys are spatial, like you saw that our previous video, you where you might've heard my voice, but we had a background. So that's like, okay, that's, that's good. Because if you just had a voice without anything there, it's tough. Some might just have the definition to that would have been perfect for linguistic. For spatial, having background, having some videos, it does help out. Even right now, kind of seeing me, if I didn't have anything except just my voice, so a lot of students who sometimes are, you might have like a podcast and without uh, a movement or facial, sometimes after a while they might lose their attention. All of us lose our attention for every five, six minutes for a few seconds but some of them will have a tougher time. So kind of keep that in mind in, your, in, the, in the classroom for spatial. They're good at hands-on, putting things together. Uh, there are individuals that, uh, uh, you know, uh, that they could put a, put a design together, a board, pro, a, a project together, because they could have that. There are a lot of times also kind of look at things that like clothing, design. So you'll see those are individuals who, who, who uh, really need to make sure that classroom is lit up, especially in the early childhood. You want to have where like, you know, where I think any kid would like to have where you have pictures of everything that you're talking about and they're getting to see it. So when they're hearing it, they're also seeing it, they're experiencing it, plays a big part. Uh, another one is naturalists, right? Individuals who are understanding living things and nature. Hey, this is great. Now a lot of schools are having where they're having like a, 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 a garden in the back. Uh, individuals who do experiments, especially growing nature, hike, they're, you know, hiking, walking around, uh, getting comfortable with what's around us, right? The environmental, you know, uh, part of, uh, of, of the world. Discussing, you know, um, re, you know, they're part of the kids who want to be part of the recycling. Looking at nature, love animals, right? The, so, you know, using those specific uh, connections to make sure kids understand and, and you know, they're, they're the ones who want to make the world better, right? They want to look at areas of concern, especially when it comes to nature, animals. And so these are individuals that, that play, you know, uh, that, that really connects to them. And sometimes people think, you don't take those things serious, like, but those are things that, that that's really important in how your perspective about, uh, you know, things are and saying, well, uh, like in your classroom, you know, are you have a recycling bin, right? Are you cleaning up, right? Are you are you following, you know, maybe limiting water bottles and have, telling everyone, hey, let's ha make sure that we have uh, uh, everyone bring it, bring in their own bottles, right? To 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 say to 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 make uh, the world better. Using green, recycling their paper. So all these specific things, even in conversations, current affairs, that you know, kind of making sure uh, that they they want to kind of uh, uh, discuss. These things that are factors with global warming uh, and, and you know pollution. So th this is something that's very important. And now I've seen even classes having classes outside 
where they could learn about uh, you know having fresh air, right? They enjoy that going outside and talking, having walks even in class or even in early child, just having that free time. Just to, and sometimes they might not play; they just want to just sit down and just look. And they, they're the ones sometimes that. Have, uh, if you have grass where they're digging and looking at the grass, looking at the ants, looking at certain things. So just kind of showing that they're just various kids and, uh, you know, just looking at things that might fascinate them or that might not fascinate you. Like, why are they just, you know, you know, just sitting by that tree, uh, you know, looking at the bark, right? Because that, that by itself is there. And so you just kind of sometimes even talking to them like, hey, what are you doing? What, what, what's going on? Hey, you, you like that? Or when they, when they, when they share time, they're going to share stuff that, that really uh, 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 maybe, uh, collecting rocks and stuff. So you just kind of give you an idea. So that's why having after-school clubs like these are huge. And I think will benefit a lot of uh, these kids. The other one is musical, right? Musical, right? Discerning sounds, pitch tones, rhythms. Hey, if you're, it's not just for music teachers, right? If you're, if you're an individual, early child, preschool, PK, kindergarten, it's great to have music, musical in you, right? Because kids enjoy that, right? So you got to sing in the classroom, your, your, your pitch voice when you're talking. Right, these are individuals that when you're having a class and there's like uh, maybe through transition you have music, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna connect and they're gonna pay attention. These are individuals in class when there's a lot of movement, talking, noise, they enjoy it, but they also sometimes can be sensitive too, right? But uh, you'll see that these are individuals that they're really great with language sometimes too. Uh, they, you know, in the sense of the proper pronunciation and singing. You know, a lot of times I remember, you know, like I saw the voice. And you're like, well, I, that sounded good, right? But the people who know music, they're like, no, nah, it still wasn't, that's not proper pitch, right? Our people who teach various languages, our, 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 our voice tones, they could pick things up, right? Our even when you're in the news or radio, kind of making sure changing the voice levels. And so they're very good at that. And so, so there are individuals, and sometimes in class, where they have to do a presentation and they can make it into a song, a, a, a rhyme, a poetry, they're gonna love that stuff. Right, uh, right, because it's, for them this is enjoyable, this is something that connects to them. Having that, so a lot of times in class, having when you're walking in with some, um, uh, having some background, it's gonna keep their attention. I think uh, I'm a person who, uh, if there's, if I'm at a supermarket and there's music, I might through time start to realize I'm humming. And uh, when I'm exercising, I'm humming, right? If I'm thinking, I'm humming. Like, you know, for me, that it, it changes my emotions. So it kind of shows you how important those kind of musical aspect is and you know, having some form of a, 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 in your school, some form of a music program or a choir program or some opportunities where they could ma uh, uh, express themselves through the, through the musical uh, um, tones, right? So, so for anyone uh, who teaches language or, 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 or you know, sometimes even spiritual books, where there's recitation and there's certain ways are really good at that, that plays a, a, also a big part. Uh, the next one is logical mathematical, right? These are individuals where they quantify things, uh, they make hypotheses, they try to, uh, you know, uh, try to prove things. So these are great individuals and they love problem solving questions, right? So these are individuals, when you ask them a question, they could go in deeper dive, trying to figure things out. They love crosswords, they love challenging questions. They, they like to kind of figure things out. They're great at maybe computers, IT, where they're breaking things and, you know, like, okay, let me figure out how, 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 what the problem is. They're, they're the ones, teachers, if you have something with your computer, they might be the ones who are like, okay, let me try to help you with this. They're also good in math, right? And the, these are individuals that, where, you know, I, I, when I've looked at my own scores, math, I, there's parts I, I kind of like just to, just like human 
uh, interaction I have to pro uh, uh, fix a problem, but when it comes to the technology or mathematics, <laughs> that wasn't me, right? So math was something where it came to like, uh, like geometry, spatial, I was able to kind of pick up things, but when it came into like hardcore calculus and stuff, woo! My father was an engineer, so this was something that was very, you know, you know, he's very spatial and logical mathematics, and he would he had a hard time understanding why I didn't, you know, math was not my strong subject, right? So you see that when you're as a teacher have your strengths, you're going to have a hard time. So a lot of math teachers, when you're teaching honors, is great, but when you're teaching kids who struggle in math, sometimes you're like, well, why can't you get that? That's why it's so important to go step by step by step, explaining and having that, and not be like, well, that's easy. I don't think you need that. No. Logical, mathematical people, because you're kind of processing in your mind and you're kind of figuring things out, you have to sometimes express that through words, through, to vi through visual, or uh, uh, just through action for them to understand what that is. So I think just kind of keep that in mind, especially for logical, mathematical teachers, and then also understanding kids who might be like, okay, you know what, they might, you know how quick answers, there's sometimes that same question might go, they might take some time, like why are you taking so much time? Because they're kind of doing a deeper dive on what you say too. So it's just the same with someone who's like um, linguistic, what you said, they're gonna kind of process, and especially if they're linguistic and interpersonal and logical, mathematical, they're gonna take some time to be like, because now it's, it's, it's like what, what the words you said, breaking that words down. Then they're gonna, they're gonna self-reflect on themselves. Then they're gonna think from a logical standpoint and give you an answer, right? So just kind of keep that in mind, right? So, so just kind of, why? I, I just want you guys to understand because sometimes you're like, well, if I respond quickly, why can't they respond quickly? Yes, you are gonna teach them skill sets, but some of them are not gonna be that great as some others are, so kind of keep, those, uh, keep that in mind. And then the last one I wanna talk about, again, today was just give you a small, tidbit about these specific things. There's so much on the website uh, about more details, but the, this one, uh, Extiential. Uh, Extiential is a new one that they kind of brought up, tackling the questions of why, why we live, why we die, right? These are people now who have that same reading something, they have the interpersonal as they're kind of looking at things and, and feeling of what other peoples are feeling, but now they have their own personal thing, right? These are people who are deeper in philosophy, really spiritual, right? And so, so this is something else that's kind of been a new kind of aspect. And as, as you see kids get older, you might have that. Even in science and social studies, people ask like, hey, well, how did life begin, right? So all these kind of conversations might also happen. And sometimes we have our own views. So we got, as, a, as educators, we gotta be very careful how we express that so we're not being contradictory, uh, uh, not contradictory, but um, to maybe what they're, yeah, contradictory to their beliefs, or make them feel, uh, or, or feel like they we're attacking someone else's belief too, so kind of keeping those specific things in mind. But I think it's so important to kind of keep all these specific things, again, as we had talked about, that you know, that, you know, as all of us have several of these, right? So all of us have several of these specific things, and, and it's so important to kind of keep these specific things in mind. And as I, as I told you myself, you could be interpersonal, like mine was, and at the same time, intrapersonal. And I'm a person who's very uh, 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 spatial. And, but even linguistics, I'm not that good at it, but I, I like to write, so I've written a lot, but it takes me a lot more time, right? You know, it's not, it doesn't come easy for me when I put words together, right? I, I, and I, myself, being an ESL student, taking some time, even speaking, took me some time where if I don't speak loud, uh, if I don't enunciate, I sometimes mumble words. So you'll see that there might be some that, hey, I didn't, but I had to work on it, right? I kind of took it as a challenge where, hey, um, for me, uh, speaking is easier than writing, but even speaking due to 
uh, the mind is kind of constantly going, you know, uh, those become challenging. And that's why even I realize sometimes in the mornings, um, I might wake up early and I, I want to go back to sleep a little bit, but my mind's already like kind of thinking. Or sometimes when I'm going to sleep before, I'm kind of, there's things going in my mind. And when I'm driving, I'm just, doo -doo -doo -doo, things are, you know, I look at something and it makes me think about something. So everyone's got different kind of mindsets. So when you see students, kind of, it's better to get a better understanding of them. And when you get a better understanding of them and you get a better understanding of you and you put that together, there'll be great learning happening. So hopefully this was beneficial. Keep up the great work. Take care.